Hello everyone and thank you for joining us on this wonderful day, the beginning of December. My name is Heidi. And my name is Dana. And this is Fun Times with Dana and Heidi. Yeah, so as Heidi mentioned, it's Fun Times with Dana and Heidi. When before we jump into our positive news uh, segments, we have our tweet of the week. And this tweet comes from Daisy. Okay, it's a celebrity. Daisy Buchanan, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yes. And so, um, or her ad is at not roller girl. And it says, uh, I just smiled idiotically at a tiny puppy that a woman was carrying under her arm. As I got closer, I realized it was a salad. And so, yeah, I think, oh, okay, this is kind of funny. And also like a little bit, like I kind of feel secondhand embarrassment for that. Cause she's just kind of like smiling, like with her eyes, like wide and like, oh, look at this puppy. And it's just like a random salad that a woman is carrying around. So that's pretty funny. But, um, yeah, there's so many like different types of dogs. It's like astounding. Like if you go, like even if you go like outside of like any city, there's so many different breeds. It's literally so crazy. And there's some dogs that are so like incredibly fluffy. But then they're also like, well, you have that, but you also like have to like take care of that and like use it as like some sort of maintenance. But um, yeah, I was very shocked. You know, when I just go and I just see all these different types of dogs, I'm like, wow. Yeah, there's a dog that looks like a mop. And half oh, of it yeah, scares yeah. me. And half of it's like, oh my gosh, kind of cute, but I would never own one. <laughs> Doesn't like, um Mark Zuckerberg have like those mop dogs? They're like these big dogs. Like, yeah, they're, they're like, I think so. Is it like, is it those yeah, kind like of dogs? Like, yeah, like dreads. Like, is it that dog? Like, they're kind of like the dog from the Little Mermaid. Like, how they're kind of, like, all, like, shaggy and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. And then when they lay on the ground, it looks like a mop. Yeah. It's so crazy. So, yeah. So many different types of dogs. We love dog diversity. Yeah. And this tweet also reminded me of, like, whenever, like, at night when you can't really see, but there's, like, some light coming in, Mm -hmm. where you see, like, random objects as scary things. Like, it's it's a chair, but you see, like, a scary monster and someone staring at you from the back of your closet. Yeah. Yes, it's so bad. That always happens to me, like, when I'm about, like, to go to sleep. I usually – well, now I go to sleep at, like, 11 midnight-ish. But um, I, like, I see, like, backpacks and stuff. Like, my dad has this backpack in the hallway. And it's, like, right, like – there's, a, like, the shower place. Like, the bathroom, not the shower place. <laughs> the bathroom is in front of my room. And then going in, like, it's my room. But then there's, like, a little mini hallway – and there's a backpack at the end of it. And I always get scared by it because, like, this, like, big, like, black oval thing just – and it's, like, very chunky and it's, like, jutting out of the dark. And it always scares me. But it's just a backpack. So, yeah. That kind of reminded me of that, too. And on to our first news story. So, after years of helping a crow family, a man was left mind-blown, air quotes, over their homemade gifts in return. So, birdwatcher Stuart Dal. He sat, spent years living out food for a family of crows he saved six years ago. And initially, two chicks fell out of their nest onto the ground. But since then, they have grown into parents, and now they have two children of their own. So the family of crows is now four crows. So one day when Dalquist was preparing his daily feeding ritual, and that's commitment, he was surprised to find a first brick, which is like a piece of like a leaf, like a long leaf, that had been decorated with a soda can tab. 
Not only that, it was left in the exact same spot where he fed the crows. And he was telling the dodo, which is like an animal page, like really, really wholesome, can be, it raises awareness on a lot of animal issues. And he said, I noticed it straight away because I'm kind of sensitive about trash going where it belongs, as he should. But mm-hmm. the pool tab being threaded into the sprig of fur was not normal, and I hung on to it. So basically, if you guys can't visualize it, I'm gonna try describing it. So it's like a long leaf, and there's a soda can, like in the soda can tab in the middle of it. So it's like a ring threaded onto a piece of leaf. So then the next day, it happened again. And at first, I was skeptical and did not believe the birds could not have done it. It reminded me of this of the situation in To Kill a Mockingbird, where there's gifts left in the oh yeah, tree. in the tree hole, yeah, yeah, yeah. When in reality, it was like a person and not like an actual like animal or whatever. But when Jennifer Campbell Smith, a behavioral ecolog- ecologist, right, ecologist, ecologist, yes, ecologist, yes told the Audubon Society, I am very skeptical of random internet sources, but knowing these birds and how intelligent they are, I wouldn't be shocked. Then I truly believe the birds did it, because Dana and I have covered stories about smart crows in the past. Yes, crows do not get enough credit for how intelligent they are. They can understand all of these, like, these different mathematical concepts and just like all of these different like behavioral concepts, and it's so interesting. So yes, give more credit to crows. They're not dumb. They're very smart birds. Yeah, they're very smart, and there's so many of them, too. And since then, Stuart has remained close with the Crow family, and he plans on getting a tattoo, a permanent tattoo, of the gift as a reminder of the interspecies friendship. That's so cute. Yes, that's commitment. Getting a tattoo about the crows that shows how important they are to this man. I love it. I love it. And especially, I love the Audubon Society. Shout out to them. I I have to basically learn about a bunch of birds for Science Olympiad, and I'm having a really good time. I was not expecting to have a good time at all, but it is so, like, I'm just so into it now. It's just great. So, yes, birds are great. I love birds. Now you have the record of me saying on camera that birds are amazing. And yeah, you know, I'm honestly not surprised either knowing like, again, like the type of intelligence that crows have. And yeah, I just think this is a really cute story. I love them. They're both giving back to each other. How fun. And just in time for the holiday season too. How lovely. Okay, so moving on to the next story, we have a 12-year-old boy who uses his Boy Scout skills to rescue a lost couple and an injured dog on a hike. So a couple named JD and Amy were stuck seven miles deep after hiking into the Waimani Trail over Pearl City in Honolulu. And so they were stuck seven miles deep. Imagine, and there's like pictures of the trail. I'm not necessarily, I don't think I'm much of a hiking person and I don't think I would ever really like be into hiking necessarily just because um it seems like a very treacherous trail but you know there's some people that are into it they love nature and all that stuff so you know props to them because they're getting a really good workout from that but um their dog and their 100 pound dog that is named Smokey was injured when they were like in the middle basically of or not in the middle but very deep into this hike he was injured and they had no phone service and so Smokey had some cuts on his paw and because of this it was very painful for him to walk around so he couldn't walk and 
this couple of the dog were trapped within the same area for hours because they didn't see anybody who was who could help them. And so it was starting to get dark. They didn't have service. You know, there was a lot of problems that they were encountering. And so they were obviously very worried. And so then, fortunately, they came across 12-year-old uh yeah 12 year old boy david king and his mom christine and so david who's a boy scout he used a technique that he learned from his eagle scout older brother and i'm guessing that there's some sort of boy scout like hierarchy or there's an award you can get if you're an eagle scout i think not too familiar with the program but i think that's how it works but his older brother is an eagle scout and so david the younger boy scout um used a technique that he learned from him and he made a stretcher using two pieces of wood that he found on the trail and the couple's t-shirts so he was able to tie them in such a way that he could make a stretcher for the dog and so Smokey to the couple's surprise he happily got on the stretcher he was like yes I don't need to walk anymore I'm going to be carried back to the parking lot and so he got on the stretcher and the couple as well as David and his mom carried uh everyone or everyone went back to the parking lot and so yeah you know I think that is really a great example of how Boy Scott boy scout skills can be applied in real life and so i think that um a lot of people uh just kind of see them as like oh it's like this nature like information that you're never going to use in your life like tent uh, tents and things like that but it, this shows that you know it can really come in handy where you're trying to help other people out so whether it be that whether it be make making like complicated knots i know some like i personally know like some boy scouts and they can do like all sorts of these like crazy knots but um, yeah, they can make makeshift stretchers and they can do lots of really cool things. And so this is not a promo for Boy Scouts, by the way. <laughs> it kind of sounds like that. But I'm just saying like, this is a really cool group. And so um, yeah, so this shows how a random act of kindness can turn someone's day around. So we love that for him. And we love that for David. Boy Scouts do know a lot and props to David King because the only knot that I know how to do is the regular knot and the square knot, which is basically... The same knot over and over twice. <laughs> yeah. So I'm so talented, guys. But that's so cool how, like, the couple stayed back with their dog and didn't just, like, abandon Smokey. Yeah, for sure. Because they were there for basically hours because they didn't want to abandon the dog. So that shows, like, how much they love the dog and their their little, uh, their love for their pet, which is great. But, um, yeah, so very cute story. And so moving on, we have, and I thought this was really interesting, the world's first 3D printed eye, like an entire eye 3D print, like from a 3D printer. I thought that was absolutely crazy. So uh, Steve Verse, a 47-year-old engineer from London, has needed a prosthetic eye ever since he was 20. And so regular prosthetic eyes, he's already in existence. And so he had used some before, but he stated in a press release that he didn't necessarily like his appearance or the way that he looked with the prosthetic eyes because since normal prosthetic eyes involve painting the iris by hand onto a disc, that's then inserted into your eye socket when you look at someone the light kind of reflects off of the disc instead of going like deep i guess in air quotes uh as a regular eye would and so it didn't really make him feel confident but it was like a good uh still prosthetic in the meantime or alternative however with 3d printed eyes this uh, invention looks much more realistic and they're much quicker to complete as well as much less invasive and so with a regular uh, prosthetic eye you need a physical mold of the eye socket and but the 3d printed one only needs a digital scan so it's much less invasive and it's also more accurate it's faster it's cleaner and so yeah it has a lot of different benefits and so i'm sure that uh, Steve Verse is very happy with 
the outcome. There's a picture of him. I don't know. You could probably find it online. But um, he look like his eyes literally look the same. Like you can barely tell the difference. It's like it's so crazy. And I think that this really shows the impact of different inventions like three D printing because I think initially people only thought about three D printing in the light of oh architecture or mechanical engineering or making these small parts. But as we've covered, like with different um different news stories and things like that people have been using 3d printers to make houses and all these crazy things so it's really having a really great impact and i'm really excited to see how it's going to progress in the future and so as we know also 3d printing has not only been used for human prosthetics but also for different types of animals like um dogs ducks i think even turtles so yeah it has a really really broad reach and i'm happy that technology was able to get us here and technology is being used for good purposes. Yay for 3D printing. And I get what you mean by like, you could just get a digital scan instead of actually getting like a mold. It's like braces, like with traditional braces, like you need to get like that gunk in your mouth and you need to get an impression and bite down while you're trying not to gag and throw up. I had Invisalign, so they just gave me a digital scan the whole time I never had to put gunk in my mouth at like once and the trays that were built for my teeth were made with 3d printing so 3d printing can really be applied everywhere like it's a broad reach and it's actually very exact too I think at some point it's even better than humans yes for sure so yeah lots of crazy or not crazy but very powerful new inventions are being made every day with 3d printing hooray hooray also not an ad for 3d printing i'm just very excited okay so heidi is going to move on she's going to tell us a little bit about her favorite month yeah so i'm going to be reviewing the month of december as a whole and starting (laughs) with december 1st because it's christmas time and i start to get into the christmas mood and spirit right after thanksgiving like as soon as Thanksgiving o- Thanksgiving's over, I start like preparing myself mentally for the coming month. Just because I feel like from January all the way to August, there's not much going on. It's like, okay, small holidays here and there. And it's pretty chill. But once like, so, like October and November and December hit, it's like festivity after festivity after holiday after holiday. Like we have Halloween, we have Thanksgiving, we have Christmas, we have New Year's. Like it's just like the four biggest holidays all compressed in, into four months. And it's my favorite ever. It is a pet peeve of mine when people go straight from Halloween to Xmas season and they like completely skip over November. Like I love the fall spirit. Obviously, where we live, it's mostly like dry, like like kind of like a desert. Our leaves don't really turn orange. But when Dana went to Central Park this past Thanksgiving, yes, she saw the orange leaves, and that really put her into like the fall spirit. So I just love November, and to have December like after it just makes my heart like explode. So my birthday is on December twelfth, and that is coming up, and I'm so excited. And because of my new schedule, because I'm at a new, I'm at a new school, I have a month off for the winter holidays. So I am going to treat myself to a trip to Canada if COVID doesn't go crazy again. And I'm so excited because like the whole fall semester is when you work very hard, and then you get like that treat of 
I get to breathe and I have a break now. And now it's time for all these celebrations. And then once Christmas is over, it's New Year's. And by the time you know it, it'll be 2022. Isn't that crazy? That is very crazy. I remember because I'm supposed to graduate in 2023. And when I was in kindergarten, they gave us like future blank of 2023. And I remember in like 2009, 2010. I'm like, that is so far away. Like, I'm not even going to worry about how far away that is because I don't even see it in my future. And now it's like one and a half years away. That is crazy. It is really crazy. And so, yeah, we're going to graduate next year. We're going to go off into all these different places. Probably, yeah, to college, essentially. And, um, yeah, it's going to be very exciting. Just a new chapter in the life of Dana and Heidi. How fun. But um, yeah, as Heidi mentioned, I um, had the privilege of going to New York uh, this Thanksgiving break. And it was really fun. And it was really just like so surprising because I don't think I've ever seen like actual like fall weather in trees before. Normally, I'm just used to like, oh, the trees are slightly drier because it's fall. But I think that that was, it was just so nice. And I just loved it. It was like my first time ever to New York. And it was like one of like the first like big, big trips or like one of like the few like really big trips that I've taken. And so it was super fun and I had a great time. And yeah, I'm also excited for December, you know, get that little holiday spirit. I think that uh for the holidays whether it be like christmas or hanukkah or you know things like that i think that that's why people get like the most amped up like i think that's the most like festive that people get throughout the whole year like yes halloween and and things like that but i think that you know it's also just like a lot of these holidays are just uh centered around like family and friends and you know just like a bonding type with each other and so i think that's really like sweet and wholesome so yes i'm also very excited for uh the holidays um i know uh our school soon is gonna be having some spirit days so i'm excited because i could get to wear pajamas and things like that very fun pajama days the best day but um yeah so i'm also excited for december and yeah can't wait for my holiday break too it's gonna be super fun yes and that concludes our well not concludes it's going we're gonna conclude with our motivational quote (laughs) yes I need to reword that. Now it's time to conclude with our motivational quote. So Hillary Burton said, There's something about a holiday that isn't about how much money you spend. And when I was younger, I used to love receiving. Now I love to give and it makes me so much happier. Yes, exactly. And so, yeah, the holidays, as I previously mentioned, you know, you get to be all about, you get to be around all the people that you love, you have a good time together. And it's just a, it's just very wholesome, you know? I don't think there's enough holidays that truly do respect that because I think, like, yes, Thanksgiving, but people are kind of shady in Thanksgiving. I think when it's Christmas, people are a lot more, like, receptive and open. So, um, yeah, you know. Holidays are great, and I'm very, very excited, as I know Heidi is. So, um, yeah, that concludes this episode of Fun Times with Dana and Heidi. We hope you will have a fun time this holiday season. But, um, yeah, uh, thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow us at, at uh, FunTimesWDH on Instagram for memes, updates, and more. Make sure to visit our website if you want to read more about the news stories we discussed. And that is all. We hope you have a great day. Bye. Goodbye. See you next month.